0: what i say. hey girl hey girls and gays I, I was gonna say that yeah well, well, you weren't on it wow i was Rude. raising you up <laughs> you're raising me up <laughs> like josh groban i'm so done now you can't what stand a on a mountain oh absolutely i love that hair if i marry a white guy he has to have josh groban hair
1: oh 100 oh. percent actually i found my husband on instagram already oh he's got a nice curly afro he's a musician is he jewish obviously
0: I <laughs> was you guys someone had to say it. i love this always it was since we're there now there's like yeah. a jewish brown yeah do you know what i mean like there's a certain <laughs> a brown brown which is just so pretty it's in the just... hair and the eye like a jewish right? brown oh my gosh eye. that
1: brown eye with the hair bouncing off oh my god a very curly cute so anyway hello. hi girls and gays and jews <laughs> welcome welcome Erbade.
0: i know we have such a cute episode today we do things are getting serious we're talking about
1: celibacy yes and sex and engaging in sex and health around sex
0: are we talking about health? Not like, oh, really, like personal health, sp- spiritual health. Spiritual health. Yes, we yeah. are. Yeah. With the friend Misha. Wow. All her details are in the description box. Yes. Um. Let us know what you think. Enjoy this episode. Yeah. And also let us know what other sex-related episodes you think we should have. Absolutely.
1: This has been so much fun. Can't wait to engage more.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So today I've got a really exciting, we've got a really exciting Very. episode up. Um. I've really been thinking a lot about celibacy, and I feel like a lot of my friends have just been like really returning to this idea willfully, um, after having like active sex lives and being like, hey, you know, I think celibacy is the way for me. Um, and so I brought on my friend, Misha. Hey, Misha. Misha hey, girl.
2: Hi, guys.
0: <laughs> so brought her on, um, from London. We went to uni together. Um, and I'm really... I mean, we chat a lot about uh, the kind of things that we chat about. And one of them is celibacy and sex. And so I'm really interested in, like, us three just chatting about what that means to us. What is healthy sex? And is the absence of sex or the presence of sex what helps us know self? Like, which one... Which is more helpful? Like, having sex or not having sex? I'm just... And I guess what contexts really yeah. yeah,
2: interesting question,
0: yeah, right, I think it is, especially because I think in uni, I started having sex in uni, and <coughs> excuse me, um and for me, it the choice to have sex was such a liberating one, and it really brought me closer to self. I really got to understand who I was and my body and myself as a woman, and like as a, a person with autonomy. Mm-hmm. But then now I'm finding that being celibate is doing all of that too. Like at this stage of my life, that's what's bringing me back to self. Mm. And I want to know like for you guys, have you guys had a a similar or different experience?
2: Okay. Um, I guess I feel like I have had a similar experience because I had a lot of sex in uni also. And at the time it was very freeing. But I feel like now I kind of see it as in some ways I was using it to like avoid myself if that kind of makes sense so I feel like a lot of the time what I was trying to do was generate a, a false sense of self which was like if I'm having lots of sex if I'm doing this really like let's say in a way that a male would right with no strings attached then like now I'm powerful and I'm tapping into this like a very powerful part of myself that says, like, I can use you for this as well, right? And that was kind of generating a sense of self from that, the kind of power that sex can kind of give you. And now I kind of see it as it was a false sense of power, I feel like. And now just being being more intentional with my sex life and just everything that I do in general, the the power feels more authentic if that makes sense
0: interesting but don't you reckon because it was something you engaged with at the time i mean weren't there benefits to it like besides getting your life i mean weren't you wasn't there some growth through having sex is it something you regret
2: yeah there there was a lot of growth no i don't regret it i don't regret it it was a lot of growth and i feel like maybe if i didn't go through that then my relationship with sex now would be very different because maybe if I had tried to suppress the feeling of wanting to have sex or try to access like let's say the quote-unquote powerful parts of me in another way maybe it would have been like very different or more unhealthy if that makes sense but it was yeah no it was quite helpful at the time but now I just kind of see it as It wasn't doing all the things that I thought it was.
0: Yeah. Really interesting because I feel like definitely in uni, um, as you were talking, I was just thinking about how for a lot of people, that was the first time they came into contact with like true freedom, you know, like having you're away from family to some extent you have money like some funds and you can just live life how you want to and i just remember doing everything in excess like literally i remember i'd buy myself whole birthday cakes because like oh bitch i don't have to wait for my birthday i (laughs) i can have a cake drinking in excess having sex in excess because i think this is the first time we get to like flex our muscle and i it's interesting i think it's such an important period but i also think so much of it's misguided and, like, actually really terrible sex. And I wonder who was supposed to guide us. Like, could it have been a, a smooth process? Um, because I think men and women, I think it is performative and uncomfortable. And I just wonder, like, yeah, where was the guidance? Like, why? I think we've all gone through this experience. I think if we ask anybody, they'd all kind of be in somewhat agreement about the reasons of for engaging in sex weren't entirely weren't always kind of aligned with their true, with their their higher self. Mm. Not that casual sex is wrong, but that we just, there's so much guidance and like there's so much learning we have to do by ourselves. Yeah.
1: You know? Certainly from a very young age, I found I found that sex was a very unempowered thing for me. Oh. Um, I think because there were just no conversations, no healthy conversations around sex. All it was in, in high school was about how dangerous it was and how you've got to, like, wrap up, strap up, don't engage, like, uh, because it could kill you, really. And that, you know, you'll have babies and your life will be over. Mm. And there was never... There was no other side of sex, like, of how beautiful... Pleasure. The pleasure of sex, the the spiritual side of sex, the connectedness and all of that. So, as well, like, when I also started engaging, it was just... It was crazy you know my sex up until my 30s was all performative all to please like the other person like it was completely disempowering um it was actually horrible now that I think about it and I don't think I had like a proper um like connection I don't know if I've actually even ever had one like a proper connection through sex with someone interesting that's
0: interesting because I feel like we all at we all felt really empowered at the time to some it was double edged like really mm. empowered but also disempowered right so and, and misha it sounds like you were also not weaponizing it but saying you know if a man can i can too mm. so that's really interesting i just think that's such an interesting nyak yeah, so for you it was not at all like, I've never heard this before. I didn't know that it wasn't like a joyride, like entirely mm. a joyride.
1: Well, it, you know, upon reflection now, you know, in our conversation, I realized that actually it really wasn't. Yeah. So that, that was up until my 30s. And then when I hit 30 and I went through it, like, and that's when I was at my biggest. Um, then it was, it, then it was kind of what you just said now, sort of weaponizing it. If men can, I can too. But also it was, It. I had a very positive, um, experience and that was that when i thought i was my least attractive that's when i had the most sex and that was fun um but then it just got really tiring and because again because there was no connection and it was still quite performative so the actual my mindset um and my psychology in sex had not had not ascended to like a healthy place. So it's still, it gave me something good, but it wasn't actually any better. Mm. Um So I don't, I think, I think I, I can't say that I truly enjoyed, enjoyed sex and being intimate um or have enjoyed it to date. Really. Um It's all been kind of marred by other things. If I really think about it, it's not the sex I'd want to have for the rest of my life. If someone said to me, have the sex you've always had <laughs> for the rest of your life, or don't have sex ever again. No, I would choose no sex. Like, it actually, it hasn't really? been quality. Yeah. Interesting. Have you felt connection in that kind of thing? Connection? um Or oh, good, you know?
0: You know what? I, I think, so I think when we, I love the, the idea that when we fall in love, it's with ourselves and with the, who we are when we love. Right. So I definitely had a connection with who I was when I was open and vulnerable during right. sex and i mistook that for the other person being present but actually i was just ah, present in my own body right so um i agree i think i do agree with that but i just do it's, it's just so fascinating like how similar all our experiences are i just wonder if we if every single human has to stumble through sex like this mm. or if actually it can start really wholesome and like mm. thoughtful um i don't know this just seems like it seems wild to me yeah
2: mm. I think with the connection point like for me I feel like it depends on the context of which you're having sex which can also like determine the level of connection you allow yourself to have or to experience or that you're allowed to have because like in very casual sex the kind the parameters are kind of set up so you're not so the connection is not there if that makes sense even though like you might have a desire like for a connection you're not allowed to express it and maybe that's what causes some of the like feelings of it not being you know like being able to fully meet your need in that sense because it's not set up to do that you're not kind of allowed to explore that in the context of casual sex which is what we do most of the time in the culture that we have what
0: I'm interested in though in line with what you're saying Misha is that like in order to heal a relationship with sex don't we have to have more like does having no sex heal your relationship with sex and self or do you actually have to like have it to go through it
1: that's crazy I mean or rather that's quite a hectic question actually
2: yeah i feel like if you're trying to heal your relationship you've already had a lot of bad experiences so maybe at that point it is time for you to not engage Mm. i wonder but like doesn't not engaging i swear even
0: with like medicine you have to like introduce the body to a little bit of the poison or a little bit of the... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Don't we have to, like... Don't I have to keep sitting on faces to heal my... Like... Because for me... So the reason I'm not having sex... I've decided that, honestly, for me, I need to have sex when I'm in love and when the person's in love with me, too. Um, yeah. Because it just elevates the experience and... Yeah. It Yeah, it becomes a, a really it's just always been a really, un, a really disappointing experience because we've been on different wavelengths. And I think
2: mm.
0: it's kind of like picking a flower before it's bloomed. I could do that or I could literally just have it like at its full force. And that's what sex in love would mean to me. But I just think also if I wait yeah. for that, um, because I don't, I'm not really looking for love or trying to be in love. If I wait for that, by the time that happens, it's like I've, holds in my progress like i wonder if i'm just supposed to find ways to have sex in healthy ways so that it gets better rather than abstaining entirely because i just think that holds the. i wonder if that holds the relationship with like sex and self yeah it's something i think about a lot like if there's something uncomfortable maybe you have to confront it rather than moving yourself away from it
2: so like but in that scenario like in order for you to like just enjoy the fruit, let's say. Would that mean that you then go out and seek it so that you feel like you're not halting the progress? Because I feel... Yeah, I feel like that... I feel like that then is maybe not... It's not genuine, kind of, in what you're looking for. Like, let's say if a situation came up and then you were like, and me and this person, you know, we have this connection... um, maybe it's not necessarily love but I feel like drawn to this and I don't want to hold the progress I feel like that's a different situation to you just being there being like actually no I want to seek this because maybe I feel I'm halting myself but at that point you're not you're not you're not necessarily halting yourself because there's nothing there's nothing to like stop yourself from doing Do you know, is that my consent what I'm saying that is. Yeah, I think I, I really do.
1: I feel that, too, because I, I just think it'll be hard to draw the line between um, uh, kind of truth and not if you if you kind of stick to it for like for the sake, like if you have sex for the sake of having sex for the sake of progress. And it's kind of like a logical path instead of letting it be kind of fluid and organic Um, and just letting yourself come to terms with when you want to engage sexually with someone and when you don't, and it really not needing to be, um, much about sort of the other person doesn't have to fill all these, um, like specific criteria, um, as much as you have to be in the right place for you, I would say.
2: Yeah. And I feel like me, just my experience and in terms of progress and things, I feel like now because I'm in the same place right I'm not having sex until I'm in love and I feel like just in terms of my own journey that's where I've been brought to so I always like put it in the terms of like I started off having sex that I didn't want and and then I had sex like just for banter. And then I had sex like when I was in love and it was like a true expression of love. And like to go to do anything less than that now is going backwards. And I don't feel like I'm like stopping any progress by not engaging in just sex for banter anymore.
1: Mm, Right. right.
0: Yeah. Sexual banter. I love that. Oh, that's gorgeous, though. I think wow so having experienced sex when you were in love and it was absolutely mutual and reciprocal what is the function of sex besides making babies what <laughs> is the function the sole function of sex do you think purpose of sex
2: hmm. i was thinking about this i feel like it's i feel like it's different for everyone I feel like it's different for everyone but i feel like for me Because when I was thinking about it, I was thinking of, like, okay, you can have, like, sex to, like, make up after an argument. (laughs) You can have sex to, like, find comfort. You can have sex to avoid something. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of different reasons why you might want to have sex. Yeah. And I feel like when I was thinking about all the different reasons, a lot of them were, like, very one-sided. So it's, like... I want to get this comfort or I want to avoid this thing or I want to get this sense of power rather than it being like the two of us are engaging in something where like the two of us in this time we're enjoying our union the two of us in this time were celebrating our bodies right and I feel like for me the function that I want sex to serve would be just that that the two of us would celebrate our bodies that we would solidify our union that we would you know, just explore this physical, spiritual plane, whatever it is like together in this time. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. that's what I would want it to be. That's what, that's the function that it would now serve in my life, like at this point. And
1: can I ask a question on that? Mm. Um, do you feel that you can have that um, intention in sex alone? And does it ne- does it need the other person to be on the same page with you completely? Or can you explore your union, your connectedness um, and that kind of higher level? Uh, can you come into it with that consciousness and really enjoy being there and being one with another person without them necessarily being on that same plane with you?
2: Mm. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> but I don't know because mm-hmm. I feel like the two of you have to be like there to enjoy it as well and if you're not on the same if you're not on the same wavelength then what am i what am i gonna receive what are you gonna receive it it doesn't doesn't make sense to me okay that's interesting yeah because i was wondering as you were talking
0: where i mean if you if you find somebody really attractive and you want you have an urge to have sex with them i'm wondering where that fits in then like is it is that then a one-sided is that even part of your vocabulary still like could you even have those kind of feelings towards someone now
2: i don't i feel like i don't really have them there's like people that will be like oh he's attractive but i I don't want to have sex Mm. with you oh interesting
1: right actually that is very interesting and i was thinking of that recently where we've kind of or i've kind of i feel like i've been programmed into this kind of like linear pathway that i see something i like and i must have like it's just that connection Ooh. always you know i can't just appreciate a beautiful like you know sexy person and not want to now consume mm-hmm. them i you know that kind of connection i love that yeah wow that's
0: really interesting mm. that's really interesting i felt that way as well i, I definitely feel attracted to people And just want to enjoy, like, visually just enjoy them and move on. Yeah. And not necessarily do anything else. Um, And I wonder where... Maybe that's where flirting comes in. I wonder if there's space for that (laughs) in our, like, society.
2: Mm. Like,
0: maybe that's what flirting is, and then you just leave. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I'd love that.
2: But also, the character of the person also makes them attractive. What I find, anyway, like if Mm -hmm, you know if you're attractive physically and Mm -hmm. your character is whack like there's no i don't want to have sex with you bruv like no no way and that's that's also a factor yeah yeah
0: that's really interesting because this is reminding me or or has like brought up the idea of can we find something attractive and not want to possess it Mm. so if somebody you enjoy someone and now they have to be your best friend Mm. um you love someone so now you have to date excuse me that kind of thing like can we do you think we can just love things as they are without having to kind of feel like we own a piece of them because i think that's the thing we do like labeling things owning things my wife i mean if we could love, you know my this my that what about just like experiencing them on their own terms Mm -hmm. and encumbered do you think that's is that possible for humans because that relates to sex
1: I I really want to start living my life more that way. And actually I've been trying a little bit and it's just so enjoyable not needing to have um, the things that I like. And I mean some, a lot of the sages talk about this and who was the last one I heard of? Like Eckhart Tolle was just talking about appreciating a flower and not needing to pick it. And I find that, that, that the needing to own someone and to marry and to have and call mine for me and what I identify with comes from a bit of a lack mentality, just like there isn't enough. And if I don't button this down, something good might never come along again. Um, yeah. And I know that for me, that's something I really need to let go of. So, you know, I love the idea of flirting just to engage with that, like um, to engage with that kind of that energy. I don't know where flirting falls and maybe it's a sexual energy. Maybe it's just like a, it's it, But it's more than, than just kind of a, plat- a platonic thing. Um, but that kind of, you know, that engagement, I'd love to be able to just to do that and to leave it there and it not mean that we're probably trying to fuck or whatever, but just to be able to appreciate, you know, to, sh- to show our appreciation of the attractiveness of something or someone and to, to be able to leave it there. Um, I think that's why I'm also interested in being able to, to be in a space of like an elevated sexual experience, and I call it elevated because it's where I want to go, and not need the other person necessarily to be there, and to be able to just appreciate them and their what their body brings and what their mind brings, and and you know to see something that they might not even be trying to show or to bring consciously, but to be able to enjoy it anyway, and not need them to be at a certain place in order for it to be true and whole. So and... you
0: mean you having sex with someone who's not on the same wavelength? Absolutely wild.
1: How? How? Because it it brings it back to me. I know it sounds wild. Because it brings it back to me because I'm the only one that then needs to be accountable. And I'm the only one that I'm in charge of my sexual experience and... And, you know, when they leave or if I've enjoyed it, I have no one to blame and I have no resentment, no need for resentment. I haven't been a victim. I want to have sex with you and I can see this beauty in you. And this is how I want to connect. I want my body to connect with you in this way. And I can do that and enjoy it and let it go. When I want a spiritual connection or a different kind of connection, then then that, you know, then I can call on that. But I want to be able to still have, like a higher sexual connection with someone Mm. without needing them to be yeah
0: like on that level that's really interesting because I'm trying to think of now as you're talking so you're talking about like a reciprocation basically yeah and so I'm thinking of what situation do we ever enjoy non-reciprocation and when is that sustainable and I think the difference I think sex is I think there's a difference like I think if I am at the checkout at a shop and I'm kind and fun with someone and they don't reciprocate I can still keep my same energy Mm. but then when i've actually asked the same person or when we're about to have sex i just think that's a really different engagement i think well why would you want that first of all when you could actually have them come to the, the table
1: so it's not well so it's not an either or but it's if it is actually maybe it is actually but i would want that because um because I really want to bring it back to me. So I want to be selfish. Mm -hmm. Whereas Misha wants to be like unselfish. (laughs) I want to be really selfish. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I I want to bring it back to me. And I, um, so not that I'm not saying that I would accept kind of maybe abusive behavior or something like that, but within, within reason for me um, so that I don't feel like my sexual experience is limited by another person. But it's always been... like That's what all your previous sex was. And I didn't
0: like it. Oh, meaning what what you're describing (laughs) is what I thought your previous sex was.
1: Oh. um, You getting yours, them getting theirs, and that's like that. um, Could be, but my mentality was very different. It was all... Mm. And actually, no, it was actually completely different because I was very concerned about them. My needs were secondary, if not there at all. It wasn't... Yeah, it was all about them. It was completely dictated by them even if i um appeared to be in control you know the sex was only as good as i would allow it as they they could kind of bring it you know um but none of it was kind of internalized um yeah and so do you think if you're having
0: sex with a man that could ever be different because your pleasure is also only as far as with penis as far as he's willing to go like men aren't out here putting in that work (laughs) so you know what I mean like you aren't gonna if he doesn't he's not trying to give you an orgasm you will never receive it yeah how's that gonna work
1: well so it I mean so I would have to still again decide on the parameters of how I want to engage with this person so I mean if it is someone that isn't interested in me at all and I don't want to go there I won't go there but I the thing is I still can so they still can be a man and I've had sex with with someone that is like absolutely just like engaged in like what's pleasurable for me Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like his mental space was just not right like he was coming from a very broken place anyway yeah so so you know people are so dynamic in that so I can still have certain parameters but um you know for them to fulfill but I, I really do feel like I want to explore having the power my, the power for my pleasure sit predominantly with me. And, I, and that doesn't mean that I'll just do nothing or I won't ask for anything or, you know, kind of lead in the way I want things to be done. But it just means that I, I will be in charge of me. I will take more charge for me. Okay. Um, But then I don't need their headspace to be in a certain place.
0: Okay. I understand that. I understand that. And I think... um. I do find... For me... I find intention always shows up in the result. Mm. So... With me and a partner in anything in business and sex and whatever we're doing mm. um their intention contributes to the whole the total the the sum of of whatever we're doing mm. so I think uh, I guess in my reality that like couldn't work because their intention just does come out yeah but i I do understand I definitely understand what you mean, and I think that self mastery you're talking about, yeah about being right with you and about being totally aligned and happy with like what you want out of it. And I think m- my addition is that there are people who will also be in line with you and you could just have that too. Yeah. But I see also that I, I understand where you're coming from about that.
1: Yeah. So what I want doesn't exclude those people that will be aligned with me. Mm. It just means that I come to the party fully at the party.
0: Mm hmm. Like I hear fully that. Present. Yeah. Fully at the party. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. So then in line with that, then, I mean, what kind of sex do you think helps your understanding of self? Oh, because that that sounds like that for you.
1: Yeah, which I haven't had. I don't know if, Misha, if you've had any kind of practical experience with sex that has enhanced your understanding of self.
2: Yeah, I feel like when I started having sex in like a loving context, because then I felt like I was, I felt like it was more of a safe space for me to like be vulnerable and to let go and things like that so in that sense i was able to explore more of myself i guess and become aware of maybe different like barriers that i had that i didn't know that i had i'm trying to think Mm. of how to say what i what i mean
0: yeah and i think yeah no I, i think with what you're saying I think the difference between sex when you're in love or sex when you're like fully there and sex when you're not is that one is a purely physical experience and I think for some people you can a purely physical experience can be all that they need or can be you know everything that they kind of need at that moment for Mm. me it's mostly never I think being in love gives you it brings all of you to the party Mm. and I think that's what helps self for me is where any experience where all of me can be can participate Mm. whether that's work sex friendship relationships if all of me is there then like that's there's literally no higher space to be in Mm.
2: and i feel like you you encounter like more parts of yourself in relationship in general like obviously Mm -hmm. you have your time you know by yourself you discover who you are like by yourself but also you will discover more of who you are in relation to other people so whether it's like they might elicit a certain reaction from you or things they say might trigger certain ideas you know like things like that I feel like it's the same with sex like if you're looking to explore more of yourself that's going to come out in relationship does it make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, when mm. you're on your own, there is no conflict. And you kind of need mm. that push, almost that pushback or the, like, an opposite. Contrast. Or, contrast, thank you. You need that contrast to see your light or what what it is that is, Ooh. the you know, that you want.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: I love that. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of contrast,
0: what are two things you've all had to learn or unlearn about sex?
1: Ooh, I think you should go first, Mukundra. Should I? Yeah. That's a hard <laughs> thing. I'm <laughs> buying uh, us time it. I show. know. I don't even know. Well, I
0: think the first thing that popped up to mind, popped into mind? Popped in mind? Mm. I can't stand that I only know English, but I can't even speak that well. Came to mind. Popped
1: in my mind. No. I don't know what the Came to
0: is, mind, Came bitch. to mind. Came to mind. Yeah. Um, is that the level of performativity that basically understanding how much... I perform and my partners perform and I can't really fathom sex without that. Like, I think it's probably like hella animalistic. You know what I mean? Like just animal. I don't think animals are performing, hey? Oh, no. When cats and dogs, they're just going in. Like they're just <laughs> they doing are. the thing. And I can't even fathom without me performing. And I wonder if I'd never ever seen porn ever if I'd not perform. But I don't know that that's true. Mm-hmm. I have to find someone. who. Have you Have you ever watched porn, Misha? Yeah. Okay so we don't know So I need to find someone Who's never ever in their lives And then ask them They've popped Okay I'm being veteran <laughs> No <laughs> they probably. You think it's, it's so unavoidable well,
1: I think it's just going to be like some like super religious person like in the depths of everything. Like they lead their you know own little congregation. maybe Mormon like
0: people who don't watch TV either because that's performing. True,
1: and then they also haven't had sex till marriage, and then there no lies. It's going to be performative because then still like the one partner is going to be dominant, and the one that's supposed to be the right hand of God and the head of the family or whatever, and the other ones they're supposed to be subservient. I guess, but yes, I guess so. Maybe
0: it's a different kind of performativity. You know what I mean? Maybe it's yeah. not. It's not, it's not, it's not yes. Hollywood. It's gender or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Exactly. But yeah, performativity is one thing I've had to unlearn, which I have not unlearned one bit of.
1: Mm. Um,
0: <laughs> but that's one thing I have to unlearn, and one thing I've learned about sex is that hmm, I think it's much more deep than. Any than most of us think it is. Mm. Like I think it's a bit, yeah, I think it's a bit more deep than we give it credit for. Um, And as a kid, I used to laugh at adults, be like, "Lol, losers! This stuff isn't deep. Like whatever." (laughs) And now I am that auntie who's like, "Oh no, it's actually, it's a serious thing." And Mm. I don't know how or why. I want to read up on it, but it's just so it's different. It's just different.
2: I feel like that's what the culture tells us, though, right? It's not that deep. Just you know just press on uh, yeah so <laughs> press, press on i think so, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. so english that press amazing. on i love it yeah
0: no i think that's true and again that's not to say i think casual sex well i wonder i think i should actually talk to someone like my friends who still are big advocates on that mm-hmm. just to understand where you know what a kind of experience it is it is but I think nothing's not connected to self I think what we eat how we eat where we work how we exercise is all super personal Mm. so to say that um casual sex isn't personal I don't think you have to be broken to have um casual sex I don't think that's the case but I think it still Mm. is deep Mm. it's not that it's not deep it's deep but maybe in a different way or in a way that's um I don't know encouraging or affirming so I think sex at a point, sex was very affirming for me and being performative, so. yeah, okay, yeah, I definitely yeah. understand that, yeah, being feeling desirable, even if yeah. it was fake, yeah, like I just loved owning that again, yeah, or owning that full stop yeah, yeah.
2: and I think like there's also levels right, so when I used to be be out here with the casual sex, like i never I never had like a one night stand, I just had friends with benefits, I felt like one night oh, yeah. stand was too oh. I couldn't do that. But I didn't want a relationship, but I wanted the safety of a friendship. Oh at the I same be- time. I relate. Oh. Wow. wow. And that was fine mood. for me. me. Like that was literally like so fine for me at the time.
0: So why did it stop being fine? That sounds wonderful. Yeah, you're like <laughs> you're gonna jump in. Oh, um,
2: I guess because mm, then I met someone, didn't I? And I fell in love. Oh yeah. I didn't right. I in love. Yeah. And then it became very different. But at yeah. the time I wouldn't have I felt like i wouldn't have had the capacity to be in a relationship when i was having casual sex yeah i felt like in that kind of period i'd been growing anyway and just revaluing things and reassessing where i wasn't yeah
0: mm. and why we'll get back to this that question but misha because we've had conversations about um i'm a firm believer that we should have less borders around friendships like we should all be having sex with our friends i really (laughs) that's my political party so (laughs) and you weren't in agreement i think you liked um you know definitions and boundaries why (laughs) defend that
2: (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to be clear like this is what this is and this is what it isn't but how is that not clear 'Cause if I'm having sex with my friends, like the level of emotional connection and intimacy that I wanna have with the person that I have sex with. Yeah. I could not have with everybody. I could not.
0: But we're talking about your best friends, like your say your three, like your inner circle.
2: My three best friends, no.
0: You're like your closest, no?
2: There's no, no intimacy there, like No, like there's intimacy, but I feel like there's a there's a there's another level of intimacy that I want to have with the person mm. that I'm having sex with like I feel like the way that I'm looking at sex now is like if I'm with someone and I'm in love with them right so I, I want to get married right I just want I like the idea of a companion and just being with someone and journeying with them and the kind of the kind of intimacy that I want to have, in the sex that I want to have I want it to be I want to explore that with one person over time does it make mm-hmm. sense I don't want yeah, I don't want to I want it to be just contained in that I don't want it to be with like oh I hear other that. friends and so I don't want you... I don't want to get confused along the way yeah and yeah no I just listen you're my friend we're not having sex that's what it is yeah. Yeah, but then
0: are you trying to damage control yourself? Like, are you trying to limit the people? Are you trying to limit how your your level of vulnerability so that it's not spread across four people you're having the same experience with, but rather like with one, like a controlled environment?
2: Yeah, I guess so. But I don't feel like that's wrong. Mm. <laughs> I feel like that's that's that makes sense. Mm. Cause if I know it's gonna get messy, like with all of these friends, like potentially, like why would I? Why would I go forth? Hmm. Get messy as in, like, it will end badly eventually. I don't think it would end badly. But, I mean, maybe on their part, it might end badly. I don't think it would end badly on my part. I just think that it would be, like, very confusing. I feel like there would be a point where it got very confusing. And then when people start to get in their feelings, it would just become... It's just no, I just don't want to deal with that. Right,
1: okay. So okay, what it sounds like this is so interesting to me, um, from both of your sides actually. But so what it sounds like is that that it's just easier to have the friendships where um it doesn't cross the line into kind of like the messiness that can so messiness that can happen in a relationship like where you're uh, whether it's you know you're not put forward in the best light the most palatable light um, and if there are too many people that hold that like it just becomes too much
2: I'm not I don't know if I understand what you mean can you say it again like re- rephrase
1: mm, Um. I think what I mean is that it's it feels like it's to, it's playing it not playing it safe but it's it's being very safe if if a very select few people access the space that um like sexual interaction in an intimate relationship um kind of uh, like allows us to to get to we. So for me, like I kind of unfurl a little bit in in a in a romantic relationship, and I'm not as tactful. I can be kind of mean. I can, you know, all the, the ugly sides of me can come out, and yeah. um, and the really sensitive sides of me can come out. And usually, it's been only it, it's very few people that get that. But that's also a real part of who I am. Yeah. And if I if I only reserve, and that usually happens then in that kind of relationship, and sex is involved. So. If I only reserve that for, uh, you know, a handful of people, probably less than a, you know, less than a handful, then it kind of limits my, as Mukunda was saying, like damage, it's like kind of damage control to the outside world. But if like 17 people had seen how (laughs) like messy I can be or like how insecure I am about my body or like blah, blah, all of those things, like it's, it feels like almost too much of the real me is out there. Is that... Is that it at all?
2: Kind of, but also no. Because I feel like you can still explore, you can still have that kind of intimacy with your friends. I don't necessarily think you have to have sex with them to, yeah. for that. And I feel like at the same time, like not just damage control for me, let's say, but also yeah. like if, if I'm in a relationship, like I only have like so many friends also because I know I don't have the capacity to be friends with too many people. Ooh. Right, I don't have right. enough of myself to give to too many people. I don't have enough like of my time to give to too many people and also reserve for myself, so it's right. more like what am I willing to give and just being aware of what I have to give and what like you have to give and oh, what okay, I- so
0: just managing resources, yeah,
2: okay, I understand that, and
0: I think for me, the reason why I'm of that political party. Like, I think with friendships, there is a bit less ownership. Um, you have several friends and that's fine. And, like, you can share that love. But suddenly when it's romantic, there's a bit of drama when it comes to who's who's what. Right. And I think friendships are such a safe space. Um, I think they're just the healthiest, like experimental ground hmm. this is me who's never done it saying all this so if you go and try and it blows up in your face boy don't come in my dms but yeah Here's yeah. the disclaimer it's interesting it's interesting i think no you also strike me as monogamous as well like a one person person
2: yeah i feel like i'm very monogamous
0: yeah but i feel
2: like in relation to your point i feel like in that sense we've taken a lot of the freedom out of relationships because let's say if i am married right and i'm like it's not like my husband this person has chosen to be my husband like i've chosen Mm. to be this person in this person's life do you know what i mean like i've chosen that role it's not like you've put me here or right i've made you do this or you're mine so you cannot leave now like you are free oh i see yeah it's kind of like what we were saying before like being able to like something without ownership like I like you and I know that I don't own you but the fact that you're here like that's a blessing to me and do you know what I mean it's like it's a it's a choice we're choosing to be in this space together we don't have to be yeah you're free to leave if you want to facts do you know what I mean it's like you can have that kind of understanding within the relationship I feel like that's straight facts
1: yeah yeah I Yeah, this is why I just really don't like all the constructs that go then around marriage and relationships. I feel that it's more capitalism than anything. Mm. Like if you can <laughs> have that. I just think it's so powerful to like just know that you're there and decide and trust and trust. If you want to be there and there for each other, mm. just trust each other and give each other the freedom. And it's, you yes. know, but there's kind of like this fear of. If you have complete freedom, what if you wake up on Tuesday and you're like, mm, nah, yeah. nope, not today. And now there's no more, like, union. Like, what about the kids? What about the home? What about the families that, you know? and I just there's
2: just so much fear for me around all of those constructs the constructs don't eliminate that possibility though isn't it they don't I feel like that's what people think if I get married this person's never gonna leave but Mm. they could wake up on Tuesday and be like bye
0: yeah
2: that's that's literally the reality (laughs) the constructs I feel just make it more painful they just
0: I think it adds shame because I think if you really think the day after your marriage you'll wake up feeling differently and then you don't and then all these things you assumed or that were projected onto you what marriage is supposed to be like and yours doesn't look like that. Um, I don't mm. know. I think there's a, an ex- a a feel that you need to match, your relationship has to match the image you were mm. sold or that people that you think people have assumed you have now, um, which is like wild. And I also just think with social media, that's <laughs> been compounded. Mm. People needing to project yeah. really specific images or ideas of what their relationships look like
1: do you know what though before social media they were the joneses next door yes they were the aunties they were the family <laughs> like so i do yes social media is compounded because we can see it in our face but i really think these pressures have kind of always been there and mm-hmm. it's just we need to mm. to break free for ourselves if we want that but yeah
2: and maybe that's the beauty of like taking time for yourself to be like more intentional about you know what you do want from a relationship if You go into one, also you're not kind of feeling like you have to live up to an idea, let's say. Ah, Mm.
0: okay, agreed. Very interesting. I think, and what I really love about these conversations is, for me, I never come to any. They're never any. They're they're all questions and kind of no answers, and it just like brings me closer to nothing actually. But maybe, oh my god, like questioning. (laughs) I think a bit more deeply about like how I navigate. And I also just think there's a lot of room for... A lot of room for self-awareness, but also overthinking. And I wonder where that line is. Uh, I wonder. I don't even know if overthinking...
1: No, I don't know. But it's interesting. I agree. Oh bitch for me it's literally just the minute I come out of my heart space out of my emotions mm. out of what is true to me and I try to make it fit into like a linear pattern or to make logical sense like try to explain it to someone else so that they can follow my logic I think it's the moment I've lost it so I I really I love the idea of um, I think it's divine dichotomies or like having two exist polar opposite truths existing coherently I, I love that mm, like yeah it's just like the like men is trash, but I'm going to find my prince. Like all of the, like, I just love. And that's just how that makes me happy. And that feels great. And how I want to live my life. And so I think even with this, you know, um, with sex and engaging in sex, um, I want to allow myself to just be easy about it and embrace whatever feels good for me. Because at the end of the day, it's all I've got. Exactly. Um, Misha, can you please plug your
0: your poetry? because bitches need to buy oh my gosh <laughs> yeah she's an author <laughs>
1: what?
2: Misha hey. is an
0: a decorated author bitch.
1: Misha
2: coming Misha here so humble, humble I know hey okay so plug Um, my poetry book When Daisy's Talk will be available on the 15th of March you can get it on Amazon if you're overseas or whatever um, pew, and pew, it's pew. Lit- literally just my journey through like mental health issues mm. sex love spirituality and healing as a whole and yeah I oh love it we're gonna
0: put the link below and we'll also include your Instagram um, and your 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 I think official Facebook page I think that's public isn't it
2: yeah I don't awesome. really use it very much which I should to be honest
0: but you post here and there but I think yeah Instagram's your active one I think I'll yeah. I'll, I'll link that Thank you so much for joining us, wow. Misha. This was really interesting.
1: Misha, thank you. Thank you for bringing thank your you energy guys. and your
2: insights and your heart. I enjoyed this. It was very nice. Thank, thank you. Like, oh. Have yeah.
0: a cute Sunday. We will continue this conversation offline as always.
1: But be be <laughs> honest. Is this one of your top 10 podcasts to listen to? <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> wow. Not okay. yet. Yeah, you have to answer. No, you have to
2: answer. <laughs> oh, glory. Um... I don't, I don't even think I have 10 podcasts that I listen to, to be honest. So, we're
1: number one. No. Oh, wow. Misha. That was a hard one, but we won. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no worries, guys. I enjoy you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in.
0: And please let us know your thoughts on celibacy, yeah. on sex, on intimacy. Yeah. Does sex help or hurt our understanding of self? What is good sex? And can we have sex when other people aren't aligned with our vision for that Mm -hmm. interaction? Let us know in the comments below.
1: Mm. And until then, keep enjoying. I know.